It is the holiday season at Escaping Reality. Happy holidays, everyone. You've now been with the Escaping Reality podcast for multiple seasons. So congrats. Seasons as in seasons of the year, not seasons of the podcast. But we're in the winter time now. And we wanted to gift you all with a bonus episode where we rank the top 20 seasons that we have watched so far. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about how we decided um, on the rankings, what our um, preferences are, and there may be some debating, which you really shouldn't be surprised by now. <laughs> Agnes, Nick, I'm looking at you. All I'm saying is if Agnes isn't in everyone's top 10, then all of your rankings are wrong. Yeah, That's you're going to so. be mad at mine. Well, you're yeah, you're going to be mad. Uh, I don't want to get upset. <laughs> I will say Aggie and Nick are in separate locations today. So we'll see if that, you know, minimizes <laughs> the arguing. We will I know see. we actually missed each other for seven days. So maybe we won't be maybe sad. We will be, maybe we'll be mad at each other. Maybe we'll like love Maybe each we'll other. be nice to each other this episode because we're far apart. But don't expect that to last, everybody. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. So first, yeah, I think it'd be nice if everyone can just share how you made your ranking determinations, what were things you were keeping in mind, um, and then we'll kind of start from there. So Anna, how did you make your rankings? So as we've been watching along, I've been updating after each season, adding to my list and sometimes moving things around. Personally, I've been keeping two sets of rankings, seasons and winners, because I try to separate the two because as we've gotten 20 seasons in, I found that there are oftentimes seasons that I really like, even if I don't care for the winner at the end. And so as not to let my dislike of the winner weigh it down in the ranking. I separate the two. And so I have my winner list, but then my season ranking list, I base on my personal enjoyment of the season. Did I like watching it? Did I feel engaged by watching it? Did I think structurally and thematically it was a good season? That's sort of what I put into my list. But I think above all else, it's just my personal enjoyment of watching the season as a whole that puts it in a specific spot on my list. Nice. I saw Aggie nodding. I think she has a similar system. So Aggie, do you want to share? Um, well, I was actually inspired by Anna because she <laughs> talked about having a list of winners, ranked winners, and then a list of seasons. And I was thinking about it and I thought, Hmm, that actually makes more sense to me because I agree. There is a lot that can happen in a season and you absolutely love it. As I'm sure you've heard in our Palau episode, a lot of us love Palau, but we don't love the winner and that's okay. But the season itself is so dramatic that it ranks higher for me, but I don't want to put Tom as high as I put Palau, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. So I did that. And then in, it was very hard for me to rank them because here's the T as much as we like talk about survivor and get angry about feelings and get into our thoughts about it. I do really love this show. Mm -hmm. So I had a very hard time ranking some of them. When I forced ranked them, I sat there and said, I honestly don't know which one I like or dislike more. I, they're, they're like my children at this point. We've now spent more than 20 weeks watching Survivor at this point. We spend every Sunday recording an episode and talking about it. So I'm very attached to all of them. And it felt like you were picking between your children and saying like, well, I don't like you as much. 
And so it was a little bit hard for me. It was like a little bit emotional, but in the same way, I, every five seasons make a, like copy paste the list and add in the new five and then switch any that around that Mm. I thought I liked, but I didn't actually love as much as some of the new ones. And I closed the ranks at every five. So I just did that. But for these 20, I thought about how many of the players did I like and or wanted to see play again. I thought about how the winner got there. Did I enjoy watching their story arc or not? I thought about location. Did I want to go there? That was pretty important to me, to be honest. And I thought about, was there anything like funny or interesting or exciting that made me like that season a little bit more than the ones around mm-hmm. it? And leave it to Aggie to not want to rank her children. She is the, the, the teacher here, so she can't pick favorites. But <laughs> like Aggie has favorite children we all know hey, here's that. the problem i have like four favorite children and then the rest of them i love all the same and then i like have three that i hate so that's kind of like what my rankings are like i don't hate any children take that out i didn't i didn't say it. but it's those ones in the middle that you're like mm-hmm. the ones in the middle i'm like i can't i can't force rank you it's okay too much to ask. nick uh how did you make your rankings well, I did some similar things and I did some different things than both Anna and Aggie. Um, I did try and take out the winner because again, like I may not have necessarily loved the winner or even loved the top three, but I did really like the season. Um, when I looked at making my rankings, I looked at what I enjoy watching in Survivor and then what seasons gave me those best moments for me. So when I'm watching a season of Survivor, what do I love? I love great gameplay i love the drama because i love reality tv at its core and i love like scandal and controversy and i love a good villain moment so when i was making my list i was like okay what seasons gave me all of those moments and honestly what seasons could i not stop watching because there were some seasons that when me and aggie were together we would watch like four an episode or four a night even though we had to get up for work the next day at 8 a.m but we were just like we have to watch because it's so interesting it's so good we need to see what happens next and then there are other seasons that we like could watch one a night and then be like oh crap we have to film today we had to binge the last eight because like we just didn't want to watch them so that's kind of like what i took into it what held my attention the most and what honestly, what season am I going to go back and watch again? That was another big part. Uh, that's kind of like what I took into it, into account when making these rankings. Nice. Yes. And my, mine's going to similar to yours, Nick. I mean, I definitely ranked based on like which I would watch again, I would say, um, because some of these I have watched twice during quarantine and still didn't like them even on, you know, two watches. So that had to go towards the bottom. Um, so yeah, I think that was a big part for me. Um, And then I also, it's hard for me to separate the winners for sure. So I think just in general players that I really liked and like wanted to see play again, or, you know, still are some of my favorite players. I think those seasons also were more towards the top. And then I, I mean, I do think in some ways it's hard with the show, but in some ways I tried to also think like which show, which seasons had more like diversity or just seemed more woke than other seasons. You'll see with my my uh, last rank that it was because it was problematic. <laughs> so, but we'll get to that. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna break these down um, five at a time. And so everyone will just share their, um, you know, 20 through 15 right now. And right we now. have heard none of these. 
We don't yeah. know what other people's <laughs> rankings are, so our reactions are raw and real. So yes, I, I apologize think we have, in advance. We have some idea of what analysis might be. Similar. In these bottom five, I think we have some similars, but I also feel like the other three are going to be shady to me. And I'm, I'm just upset going into it. I just want to say, I have a lot of feelings going into this bottom five. Just I just know, dead last. He, he's not going to be happy. He's not going to be happy. I just know they're going to be mean to me. And more this importantly, bottom- they're going to be mean to Sue Hawk. <laughs> This bottom five could really make or break our relationship and the future of the podcast is what I'm hearing. Honestly, <laughs> this might be our last episode. Sorry, our last episode. <laughs> if this is the last episode, it's been a good run. You know what I mean? <laughs> 20 episodes is a lot. 22 if you count our two bonus episodes. Ooh. Ooh. A lot. Yeah. We've made a lot of content. I think we just might have to call it quits now. So who would well, like to go first? Well, I mean, 2019, 18, 17, 16. Yeah, is what I meant. And because Nick is so, you know, invested in these bottom uh, five, I'm going to let Nick go first. So okay. Did you just call me a bottom? No. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> no. So, wait, I'm just doing 20 to 16, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So number 20, um, I put everybody's trashiest favorite, Thailand, as you should. <laughs> um, 19, I put Fiji because it was just not the tea. 18 I put Vanuatu 17 I put Gabon and then 16 this is controversial but it's simply because I didn't finish the season I put Panama Exile Island because I just didn't finish it and what I did watch of the beginning season wasn't good but I heard it got better after the merge I just had some family issues during the week we watched that so I didn't get through that whole season I will go back and rewatch it eventually and it might change my ranking in the future, but for now, it's not the tea for me. Okay, I saw various reactions, various <laughs> reactions to that. Mine's actually kind of similar, so I'm just gonna say mine now. So yes, at the bottom, I have Thailand. I'll never get over just all the problems of Thailand. And so that could stay at my bottom for a, for a while. Um, Gabon is what I have for 19. This is one that I watched twice during quarantine and just did not care for it. <laughs> like, I just don't like it. 18, I have Vanuatu. Just, I feel indifferent about <laughs> Vanuatu. Um, 17, I have Guatemala. I don't know okay. what people think about that. But again, I don't know. It was good, but not great. And then uh, 16, I have Samoa. Okay. And I'll say mostly because the winner of Samoa, like I just, what it, I don't know, <laughs> didn't speak to me. So those are my uh, bottom five. All right, um, Anna, how about? This <laughs> <laughs> is stressful. Um, very stressed. <laughs> so I actually, coming in at dead last, I have Vanuatu as my 20th. Oh. Um, Thailand is a very close second last at 19. But I, I, I don't know, I, as, as problematic as it was, I was able to get more into it than I was with Vanuatu. So that's 19. Um, coming in at 18, I have Borneo. Sorry. No! <laughs> You're homophobic. Um, homophobic. I'm not. <laughs> so Borneo is 18. At 17, I have Marquesas. Whoa. Um, similar to Nick, I, I didn't have a good week the week that we watched it, and it sort of has never sat right with me. I've tried to go back and rewatch it, and it just it something about it doesn't click. And then 16 for me is Guatemala. Okay. So Borneo did make it in there, unfortunately, for Nick. 
Nick's right. like, so bad. <laughs> Nick had some of my top ones in his bottom, so whatever. Um, okay. I know I have to go. I just need to talk about why Gabon is so low for Stacey and Nick. We'll come to that in a minute. Like, <laughs> we'll talk in a minute. I'm not ready to okay. have a conversation okay. yet. Um, Nick's going to be mad when I say mine anyway. So we'll just get into it in a second. Okay. So number 20, I had Thailand because I just can't get on the not believing women train. I just can't get on it. So you get to be last. I had Borneo is 19. <laughs> How is Borneo lower than Vanuatu and Fiji? That um, doesn't make sense. I can tell That's you. It. I'll give you reasoning in just a moment. I have pros and cons written down. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. I got it. Um, 18, I put Vanuatu. 17, I put Fiji. And 16, I put Marquesas. So I was pretty similar to Anna in terms of Marquesas had some good things, I felt, but was just not like peak survivor and we hadn't gotten to a place where you could appreciate what was going on and people were still trying to figure it out and yeah mm-hmm. but I can tell you why I put Fiji and Vanuatu above Borneo if you want Nick. I'm just offended <laughs> at your points. It hurts my feelings. So okay I'm gonna defend myself a little bit and then you guys have to tell me why Gabon is so low okay so I'm gonna defend myself a little bit. Some of the reasons that I put Fiji and Vanuatu ahead of Borneo were one, Fiji had a higher number of diversity people participating. And it was the first final three that was all black people, which I appreciated. What didn't put it higher than 16 was that Yao Man and Dreams drama that I did not care for. I was like, no. And then Vanuatu, as problematic as Chris being the winner is... Um, I did enjoy the genesis of Eliza more than the genesis of Richard Hatch. So she got, <laughs> she pushed her, pushed Vanuatu over Borneo because Eliza. Such a fair assessment. <laughs> I, I like Eliza more and seeing her beginnings for, versus seeing Richard Hatch's beginnings. I was ready to watch Eliza again. That was my tea. Nick, your rebuttal. Um, Borneo is one of the greatest seasons of Survivor ever. If you disagree, you're homophobic. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, this is the, I think this is what is so interesting about our podcast is all four of us have very different opinions when it comes to why we enjoy watching Survivor and like what sticks out to us in each season. So like, I may be joking around, but like, I do think it's interesting to like hear what other people have ranked seasons as. I'm not actually offended for people listening, but I just think it's funny. The reason why I put Gabon so low, and I was kind of shocked looking at my rankings when Gabon was so low, because I remember watching it and being like, oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. But looking at the seasons above Gabon, there wasn't any that I was willing to move to put Gabon higher. Like all the other seasons that I have above it, I enjoyed slightly more than Gabon. But I also like when we do the ranking of like all 40 seasons, I don't see Gabon falling much lower than where it is already. So like right now it's like 17, but like in 40 and the ranking of 40, I still think it'll be around like 17, 20. Got it. So you're more of like right now I have a lot, I like more than it, but I don't know if the other ones are going to be higher than Gabon later. Yeah, but exactly. when I'm looking at 20, Gabon didn't go well. Stace, why did you rank? 20, Gabon's just like there. Yeah, I just, I mean, looking back, I was like, I mean, again, I watched it twice. I watched it before we started this podcast. And then I watched it again for the podcast. And I was just like, I mean, even Bob, the winner, like he just isn't that exciting. And I just feel like Sugar was like Sugar and that photographer, I forget his, forget his name. Ace. Like, Ace. Ace. Oh my God. <laughs> They were the most maybe like exciting to me, but I was like, Maddie, 
could do without him. Like all, like I just was like, look, it's so cute. Like, it was more about the, the players, I think, for that season, just not being that memorable to me. Like, I think the gameplay was probably fine, but I just remember being bored with the characters or the players. I was not bored with the place, though. That was yeah. really hot. I was like, <laughs> I just want to be in Gabon. I yeah. Like, I have issues with it, but I want to be there. I, I want to be cast for that season. Gabon was lower on my list, and it's it's not much higher, and we'll get there in a minute, but it is one of the few seasons that I watched twice through um, and it did move up a fair amount after the second watch. Um, so I don't have an issue with Gabon because it doesn't move much on my list. My issue is with um, Nick putting both Fiji and Exile Island so low on his list. I know. You have to agree. Pre-merge of Exile Island was boring. <laughs> I do not agree, but I, I respect agree. your opinion. It's pretty high on my list. Um, yeah. Wait, is Exile Island Panama? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. It's Ceres first season. Okay. All right. Shall we continue? Yes. Let's leave these ones behind, repair our friendship, and move on. Okay. Our next five. So this time we'll start with you, Aggie. So go oh, ahead. With your next I'm I'm very nervous to see where this goes. Okay. So 15, I put the Amazon. 14, I put Guatemala. 13, I put Samoa. 12, I had Gabon. And 11, I had Africa. The whole continent. <laughs> Never right. forget. It can't be Survivor Kenya. All right. Anna, you're, you were nodding your head a lot. So let's hear yours. Yeah, I think Aggie and I have been the most similar so far, I feel. So 15, I had Amazon as well. 14, I had Gabon. 13, I put All Stars. 12, I put Samoa and 11, I put China, which I know is probably low compared to everyone else's feels, but it was one of those ones that I felt no reason to bump it up. Did you say 11 was China, Anna? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reaction. I don't know what that means. The reaction. Uh, I'll save my thoughts until everyone's shared. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Nick, give us your next five. Yeah, I'm actually surprised me and Aggie are very similar in these five. I think like two of ours, I actually have the same place, which is fine. 15, I have Samoa. 14, I have Guatemala. 13 is Marquesas. 12 is Palau. And 11 is Africa. Okay. okay. 12 is Palau. You put China as 11. So I don't <laughs> hear it. Oh, is that homophobic too, Nick? Yeah. Isn't it weird that the two, two gay winners are ranked so low on your list? Oh, um, maybe they're just. See, I didn't put China that low. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, let's see. I okay, let me start mine. Yeah, I. It's funny. I think a lot of us have Amazon as fifteen because I also have Amazon as fifteen. I have Marquesas as fourteen, Fiji as thirteen, Panama or Exile Island as twelve, and Borneo as eleven. Oh my god, Borneo made it halfway to wow. the list. <laughs> it was I, honestly, I think Nick Nick repeatedly sharing his love <laughs> for the original. It started to get to me. I was like, this is the foundation of Survivor. This think about that opening scene with the marooning. I um, thought, come on, I can't put it less than eleven. So it sounds like Nick's bribing you, but whatever. Um, wait, I do have a question for all three of you because you all had Amazon in these five and I did not. Amazon's in my next five ranking. I'm just curious what made Amazon be this in this area for y'all. 
so for me, cause I actually really like Amazon. So it's, it's, yeah, that's it's kind of funny that like it ended up so low on the list. And I think this was my toughest section to rank. And for me, these are all the seasons that I'm like, I didn't dislike them at all. I in fact really like them. Everything above it though, I just liked more. Mm. And like it's top 15. So there's really not a it's lot. Like I, I don't think they'll get knocked down much further, but I don't know. Like they're, they're not seasons that I dislike. They're just out of this 20. There are 10 seasons that I can more confidently say, no, these are my top 10. Yeah. It's very like how Gabon was for me, I guess. I, it was hard for me. My 13, 14, 15, I feel like changes every day. Cause I have Samoa is 13, Guatemala is 14 and Amazon is 15. And if you were to ask me tomorrow, it might be Amazon is 13, Samoa is 14, Guatemala is 15. Um, I truly think it could depend on the day. Some of the things that I took into account for like, for putting Guatemala higher than the Amazon or Samoa higher than the Amazon, as much as I hate Russell Hans and like you guys heard the <laughs> Samoa episode, all I can talk about is how much I hate Russell Hans. I do think that season was really interesting and caused, there was like controlled chaos because of Russell Hans that made for compelling television, even though I didn't like him. And it was a beautiful location. Like Samoa was stunning. So watching them play there, you could kind of every once in a while forget Russell Hans was there every once in a while. And for me, the Amazon, I think all the players I loved were like Rob C, Dina, some of these other people, like, they went out too early <laughs> and I got frustrated by the male female thing. And there was so many sexist comments that when I thought back to Amazon, I didn't remember the good parts of Amazon, even though when we did it as our episode, I was able to talk about them and be like, Oh, there were a lot of parts that I did like, but my gut reaction when I was thinking about the Amazon was like, remember when Shauna was so ill and then a man came into camp and she felt better. And we set America, we set women back so far. Um, that hurt my feelings. Some of the men just fully sexualizing the women and not paying attention to anything really hurt my feelings. And I was like, no, mm -hmm. that aspect really annoyed me. So even though there were a lot about Amazon that I liked, it was hard for me to put it there. And then Guatemala was in the middle because I was like, it's the first season with an immunity idol. That's kind of cool. And there were some cool players in that season. You had some, the first time that people returned other than all-stars. So I was like, there's outside aspects of Guatemala in terms of survivor in its, what it has become that I felt like warranted it being higher, even though it's not my favorite season. God, that yeah, I, I mean, I think the men, women thing annoyed me from the start. <laughs> I couldn't recover from that. I wish like if we could take like Rob C and some of those people and put them in a different season, you know, that would be my preference. So yeah, because both of my seasons that are split by gender are pretty low. I can't, what was the other one? I can't remember. Vanuatu. Oh, yeah. That's like low. they're both in the bottom half because I think at the end of the day, it frustrated me. I mean, we all, it seemed like a few people, like have most people said Marquesas already? Or is it just me and you, Aggie? Have you no, said Anna it? said it too. And Nick, oh. I think we've all said Marquesas already. Yeah, right? yeah mine was bottom five. Yeah. Mine was two. I think I was expecting, since I know some of you are big, uh, uh, Boston Rob fans I was thinking the introduction of Rob would would be higher uh -huh. on your list so I loved the introduction of Boston Rob and I do love Bo uh, Boston Rob as a player mm -hmm. but Marquesas just like isn't his best season mm -hmm. he gets so much better in the other seasons he's in That's but true. like it is cool to see his like 
beginnings, but it's not the best. Yeah. What I wrote down for Marquesas was the positive, like the pro of Marquesas was Rob M blowing up everybody's spot and showing that you can, you kind of do have to keep Alliance's secret for them to work, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. I thought Rob M was a good player. He went out pretty early. My frustration when I thought back on Marquesas was I was disappointed that Sean was treated so poorly. I was disappointed that Nalia and Pascal went as far as they did. And then I also remembered Kathy and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so there were a lot of, again, it was hard, right? Cause you were sitting there, you were grappling. You're like, which one of these affects my feelings on the ranking more. And in that case, my sadness about Sean, I think also I did this right after I read his EW interview Mm -hmm. and I was like, I love him so much. I want to be his best friend. And they did him so dirty. Marquesos, you have to go in the bottom five. I will say like reading the sort of like ancillary content, like the extra stuff, like current interviews and retrospective opinions on the seasons and like hearing from the players does completely change my opinion of them. Like I watched um, a Google talk that Jeff did with Dean from season 39, which I haven't even watched. (laughs) It was like a 50 minute Google talk in promotion of season 40 that I just sat down and watched the other day. And Jeff was spilling production secrets left and right. And it made me think of certain seasons so differently. Mm-hmm. And so it's it'll be interesting to see how much more my list changes the more like digging I do. I also felt the same way about Palau. Like reading Katie's interview, it's like, do I mm-hmm. need to put Palau even higher up now? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I can't get any higher like, than the top, baby. <laughs> I mean, I feel kind of the same way about Palau because I put Palau as at 12. And but I read Katie's interview and I was like, ooh, like. And then I also listened to our podcast and like, I'm just going to come clean. Like I was very harsh on Katie, but then I was sitting there and I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Like I judge the season and I judge what I see. So I'm not trying to judge the seasons based on the interviews and the research that we do after we watch the season. I'm trying to only judge the season and the people that I see as I watch them. That's my feelings. And like my formal apology to Katie, (laughs) I'm sure you're a lovely girl. But your edit was the villain and that's how I saw it and took it as. I totally get that, Nick. And I think to to bring it back to what you said at the beginning of like your ranking is kind of based on how much you would want to rewatch because reading all the extra stuff sometimes makes me want to rewatch the season and then in turn rewatch it with different eyes. I think that's what makes things possibly change for me. But I totally get what you mean. Like rank it based on your initial reaction and your initial response to what you're seeing. Which is why I try to do my rankings in real time. Mm -hmm. I felt when I went back to look at this, I had changed my mind drastically on some of them after, you know, recording our episodes or going back and thinking about, well, what, what did I actually like about this? What was important to me from this season? I was like, oh, this one goes way higher. And then if I were to rewatch it, I don't know if that would be true, but maybe it would be because I had a new perspective. I've talked to you guys. I've read other things. I've heard about background mm. information that I maybe didn't hear have before. And so now I can go back and watch again and be more interested or potentially more frustrated. I, I don't know, but I'm very intrigued to rewatch some Survivor when we're all said and done, because I think there's a lot of really cool stuff that we can now with a different lens, look at and be like, you know what? This actually is not as bad as I thought it was on first watch, but it also speaks to the power of what the producers and editors can do and make you think, which is like totally scary, but oh yeah, yeah. Real. what if for our podcast, we just rewatch after we get to 40 <laughs> and re-record every episode. <laughs> Guys, we have a fresh new perspective. We watch it again. 
<laughs> well, I think that's also part of like doing these rankings for me. I mean, I've now seen all 40 seasons. So, I mean, I'm also hold, like, even though we're only ranking the first 20, I'm definitely comparing them to the, the next 20, you know? So I think that's part of it. Yeah. In your brain, you can't not. Yeah. Like I can't unsee what I've seen. And I can't, I've watched like that interview and I've watched that. I've done a lot of uh, deep diving. So I can't like separate that from. It's tough. Yeah. But okay. Where are we? Are we on oh, 10 through six? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. The tops. Okay. I'll do my, I'll do my 10 through six. So I have Africa at 10, Australian Outback at nine, Palau at eight. China at seven and token jeans at six. All right, let's see. Um, Aggie, you're very excited, so you can go. <laughs> oh, Stacy, you and I feel the same way about token jeans, and I knew we were friends anyway. Okay, um, okay, so 10, I had China, which was actually hard for me. I'm gonna just go on record and say I, I had it, I was shocked that it came in at 10 because I actually do love China. So I was shocked it came in at 10. Um, But I had 10 was China, nine was Palau, eight was Panama, Exile Island, because I love Sari more than I loved anyone on Palau, Anna. That was really what it came down to, even though I love Palau. Okay. Um, um, Number seven, I had All Stars. And number six, I had Token Jeans. Again, shocked at All Stars placement, to be perfectly honest. I I was shocked. All right, Nick, what did you have? Okay, so for 10, I had Australia. Nine, I put the Amazon. Eight was Borneo. Um, So it's in my top 10. It's not my top five, but it's in my top 10 because Sue Hawk. (laughs) Seven, I have Token Jeans. And six, I have All Stars. Nice. Nick, we were closer than I thought we were going to be on some of those. I'm pretty proud of us. I really thought you would have Borneo at one. I'm kind of disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) But it is and will forever be in my top 10. But I don't think it would, I don't think it's going to crack my top five. There you go. Okay, I do have a question about yours, but I want to hear Anna's. (laughs) Anna, what did you have? So at 10, I have Africa. At nine, I have Fiji. Eight is Token Chains. Seven is Australian Outback. And six is heroes versus villains. Whoa. I know. I know. I know. Whoa. And I think as a Jerry Stan, I don't get that. Yeah, you need to explain yourself right now. He, my my explanation only makes sense when you look at what my top five are, because my top five are not moving. Like, unless maybe okay. season 40 will knock one of them out. I don't know. But like as of 20 seasons, my top five are locked in my top five. And so my six through ten mostly like six seven and eight are just everything after the top five like I can't okay I'm very interested to hear your top five now and truly heroes versus villains was five until I reassessed it today and I was like it's just the one that is now five has to be higher than heroes versus villains for me I need you to explain how Fiji is so high (laughs) guys I love Fiji like and again, I, I'm basing my ranking on my personal enjoyment of watching the season. And I found Fiji to be very enjoyable. Can wow. you, I'm, I don't, I actually don't disagree with your premise because there were parts of Fiji that I really liked, but are you, were you thinking about specific players or just the overall vibe? I'm talking like the season as a whole, which I suppose does encapsulate like the players the challenges, the gameplay, the theme, like all of that combined makes me enjoy or not enjoy a season. But so did you like the theme of haves versus have nots. Was that like 
I didn't like it in theory, but I did like the way that it played out. I know some people didn't like it because they were like, of course, the one side is just going to keep dominating. Like, what is the point? And I agree with that. It wasn't my favorite twist of all time, but I do think that the way it progressed throughout the season and the stories that came out of it were interesting to watch and kept me engaged. It was really fun when all the young men ended up on the have-nots. It was great. And, and to me, it's a really funny season, um, I think. Like it has a lot of like editing jokes where like there would be like a great sequence of shots in a scene that like me as a viewer, like I'd pick up on that kind of stuff. And I just really enjoyed it. Like, I think it was the scene when, I don't know if you guys even remember, Anthony, it's the episode where Anthony goes home and like all of the other young men are bullying him. And just the way that that scene is put together is so perfect. And so stuff like that made me really enjoy the season where I was just so engaged sitting watching it from like a visual and a storytelling standpoint. I think Token Cheens had a similar vibe. Token Cheens is right above it on my list for a like lot of the same reasons. It's a storytelling season. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because you don't think that, because it's reality TV at the end of the day, right? Like it's reality competition TV. But I agree. Now that you say that, Fiji does have a sort of storytelling arc to it much mm-hmm. similar to token chains. Of and like- even just like, I think there were a lot of funny moments that if you weren't enjoying watching it, you probably missed. Yeah, but like true. things that if, if you got a little bit bored and you were sort of watching it as like kind of in the background, like you would miss certain things that I think made the season really strong. But I understand why people don't like it. I just know that my experience watching that season was a really great one. You've convinced me that I should maybe rewatch it, Anna. I I would say maybe you should. I do most remember from Fiji when they played the battleship game where they literally did nothing. They were so bad at it. There was such a production happening behind them and they did literally nothing. They sat in front of a sheet. And they kept guessing Um, the same things that the other person had just guessed. And Jeff was like, no, you just guessed that. And it was wrong. It's wrong. That clip lives rent free in my mind. The best part of Fiji was when the one girl is standing on this high platform guiding people with blindfolds and she just falls off. (laughs) A great moment that will live in my mind rent free. (laughs) I also think in reality, the reason I put Fiji higher than some other seasons was there was higher diversity in that cast. And it is really interesting that the final four are three black people and that adorable little Asian man. Yeah, man. man, I have bad vibes. (laughs) I have bad vibes. good um players in that season for sure good um, and i feel like none of them ever get asked back like yao man i think is the only one who ever gets asked back which i think the season wasn't received very well because i think so much of it was made up of like little tiny things that if you missed them you missed them yeah where's michelle i want michelle back i also think what number season was fiji 14 14 so it was was after cook islands before china it was sandwiched between two really really strong seasons that's the thing it's like so forgettable because you're like oh cook islands was amazing and then you're like oh my god china was amazing and so everyone's like what's fiji Mm -hmm. also fiji to me i think why it wasn't high was because it just felt like a replay of palau where it was like because palau was pretty much the haves and the ha- versus the have-nots mm-hmm. because the one team Karor was just winning everything and so that's just like what it felt like that's yeah. fair I think it's similar the only difference being that the tribe swap forced some of the have-nots to like 
be true. For some of the haves to be have nots, and that was hysterical. Oh yeah. Like, I don't get it. What do you do here? And they were like, we sleep on the ground. <laughs> like, ah! yeah, you guys, Fiji's a gem. Highly recommend you rewatching it. Um, if you had it lower on your list. Nick, what put Australia at 10? Um, Australia and Africa are just genuinely lower for me because they just feel like season one again. But you love season one. But you love season one. I love season one because it's the original and it's like, it's almost like it's allowed to be kind of crappy and just like, not crappy. It's like, it's allowed to be kind of like step on its heels a little bit more because it's season one. Nobody knows what's happening. But Australia and Africa were kind of just the same thing. And I'm like, okay, well, no, you don't get to just be the same thing after we already saw it. You have to do something different. They switched continents, Nicholas. Yeah, but that's and all- they yeah. had a tribe shake up. And there was a flood. Yeah, but, okay, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. To me, Africa and Australia are like so similar in my mind. Mm-hmm. I don't really compare them to one. I just think they are interchangeable. Yeah, I agree. They're like this. It's seasons <laughs> two and three are the same exact seasons. You're just watching them back to back with different, different locations. Yeah. In a different location with different players. The players are so iconic. They are good players. They are good players, but at the same time, like, they're the same players, just with different names and different faces. Are you telling me that Ethan and Colby are the same white guy? (laughs) I mean, in essence, yeah. Yeah, he loves them both. So what does that tell you? Um, My Colby stan is showing, for sure. I'm going to go. I'm going to see myself out. Let's do top five. I'm going to be roasted. Did everybody do six through ten? I think so. Wait, yeah. You did did 10 through 6, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, I couldn't remember. I got got distracted by talking about Fiji. Are we going to go one by one for top five? Like, should we go five, four, Yeah, let's let's do that. Two, one, and then Anna, you can read your... I I was thinking of that song when you did. Thank you, (laughs) Stacey. Okay. Level up. That's where we are now. Level up. Level up. We'll do one at a time. Sarah, it'll come for us. We don't have the rights to your music. (laughs) So we'll start with everyone's number five. And Anna, we will start with you. Um, My number five is Cook Islands. Cook Islands. All right. Nick, number five. Uh, China. Okay. Aggie. The Australian Outback. (laughs) And mine is Heroes versus Villains. Okay. 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 All right. (laughs) I'm not. Rock I'm not particularly song. mad at any of you. Yeah, those We're are all respectable. Those are all friends. Okay, number four. Where are we going? Okay, Stay four, I'll start. Mine was All Stars. Aggie. Pearl Islands. Okay, Nick. Uh, Cook Islands. And Anna. Exile Island. Wow. Wait, which? What place is that? Panama. Panama. Oh, okay. <laughs> I cannot get that one in my head. Girl, I almost put it in my top five too. And that's Can you explain the love for Panama and Exile Island? Because again, so, I just don't get it. I I will, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, a lot of my feelings about this season are the same as the feelings I just expressed about Fiji, except even stronger. I think that Exile Island has some of the funniest moments of any season we've watched so far. But I think they're moments that are really hidden and really subtle. And so if you don't really pay close attention or you're not watching in such a way to look out for those moments, you kind of miss them. Um, but I think that generally the cast was unlikable, 
but in a way that was fun to watch. And it's something that I've said about Sari watching her play on this season versus some of the other seasons she's played on. Her humor and her sass and her ability to rig the game in her favor comes across so much stronger when she's playing with a group of doofuses is what happens on this season like everyone around her is just kind of like a nincompoop and so to watch her play her game and have a couple other strong players like Terry like Aris play these really strong games and have everyone around them just be sort of like hilarious filler and drama is so awesome to me to watch there's nothing more iconic than Shane going up to Saria and being like something's wrong with my penis and her um, being, there like, is chafing. like there is and know. it's the scene where bruce is getting medevaced and shane doesn't have pants on and he's like do we have to do this now and the medic <laughs> like the medevac guys are like yeah we have to do it now like we have to get him out of here and shane's like okay but i'm not wearing pants <laughs> the sad music of like bruce getting medevaced but like shane's blurred out ass like it's so fun it's so <laughs> funny and like i like aris as a winner i think watching aris and terry and sari battle it out and everyone around them just be like i don't know like, yeah the rest of them have no idea what's going on but and sari gives she gives good commentary in season 16 she gives better commentary in season 12 yeah i mean the intro yeah. to sari alone does you know it justifies a higher ranking but i thought for sure anna you would rank shane's season well they're or shame like as one or two (laughs) i mean we're not there yet (laughs) wait and see but (laughs) i I just think like that to me makes a season so enjoyable like that's the kind of thing that makes me want to watch more and watch faster also exile island like yeah it's it's not a great twist but again when it's like a group of lovable weirdos Mm -hmm. it's more fun to be like this is kind of dumb but i like it I didn't hate Exile Island the first time around. I hate it when it continues. But in season 12, I actually think it works fine. Yeah. I put that in my notes. I was like, I'm not annoyed with Exile Island yet. But that's my tea. Go back and rewatch it if it's low on your list. Same as Fiji. I think it's a it's a hoot. Hoot. (laughs) Okay. Um, all right. So number three. Uh Nick, what is your number three? Pearl Island. Such a Uh, solid season of television. (laughs) Aggie, what's your three? Um, my number three is heroes versus villains. Okay. Anna? My number three is fans versus favorites. Is that Micronesia? Yes. Yes, okay. Stacey. That's mine too. My number three is Micronesia. Great season. Sorry, I, I guess there is another fans versus favorites coming up. So yes, Micronesia. Uh, but it's not in the top 20. Not in the first 20. Yeah, like, yeah. but just to clarify, fans <laughs> versus favorites, colon Micronesia. Yeah, or Micronesia, colon fans versus favorites. That's the one. There she is. <laughs> We did it. We figured it out. Production, aren't you proud of us for saying it correctly? Does anyone feel any type of way about these? I'm bummed that you don't have Pearl Islands even higher, Nick. Yeah, I think that's my only. My top two are, I'm very solid in my top two. I'm not, you know what Nick's top two are, and they're ones we've all already said, except for me. I'm putting fans versus favorites next, but. I will say, I'm like, I totally get why you all have heroes versus villains in your top top because like for me it's number six and I was torn between having it be my number five because I was like I think I really enjoyed it You're but I Jerry wasn't. Stan I cannot believe you did Jerry so dirty I can't win like Jerry wasn't the winner sorry <laughs> there it is there it is she's like you can't be top five because you didn't let my queen win okay yeah. that's fair <laughs> that's fair I feel like our top three we should go back in just a second and see how many of them we have in common I'll be very interested yeah. okay all right well, I'll start my number two. And kind of like Nick was saying, my two and one 
they could be interchangeable. They're two <laughs> of my favorites, even out of the, all 40, I would say. But my number two is Cook Islands. It's not just because of Yule. <laughs> he plays a girl. It's a little bit because of Yule, though. <laughs> a strong fortune. Most diverse season, or the first time it was that diverse, then they did it again. And just some great players, great players. Um, all right, Anna, what was your number two? Number two, again, prefacing the same as you and Nick, like my one and two could be interchangeable. It changes every, every day. Um, but right now my two is Pearl Island. Oh my God. I know what your number one is. Ew. Nick, we've all known what my number one is for weeks now. Like, let's not <laughs> be surprised. Um, I can't buy it. <laughs> Nick, what's your two? Uh, Micronesia fans versus favorites. Okay. And Aggie? Number two is Micronesia fans versus favorites. Ah. I need tiny hands <laughs> to cover my eyes for my number one. Cause <laughs> We all knew what was coming. Me and Anna have doubled down pretty hard on our number ones. Actually, before we say them, if you're a fan of the podcast and you know what me and Anna's are based on the first 20 episodes of the podcast, feel free to tweet us and let us know. We'll put a poll of what everyone thinks. I'm I'm like, I know, and I'm disappointed. (laughs) I feel personally attacked, but continue. All right. Okay. Well, Nick, what's your number one? Heroes versus villains. And I'm honestly a little upset that they were like lower on, that it was lower on some of y'all lists. I think it, it was top five for everyone but Anna and it was number six for Anna. Yeah. Like you're acting like we did you real dirty like we did Borneo. <laughs> Don't even bring up Borneo. I can't. <laughs> Perfect. Don't bring it up. It's not worth it. <laughs> All right. My, we're going to save the suspense of Vaggie and, and Anna. So my number one is Pearl Islands. Sandra cannot be topped. <laughs> you just can't do it that was also the first season that was more of a theme and so many great players I mean so many so that's when I'm here here (laughs) here's to that are yours the same your number one oh okay Aggie go ahead no. And I hate us that we both knew exactly which one was our favorite. Um, guys, me and Anna are the two editing the podcast and I let her do hers and I took mine. I was like, I will be editing my favorite season and Anna will be editing her favorite season. Mine is Cook Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> I respect that. And, yeah, and it's mostly because of Ozzy and then also because of Yule, but mostly because of Ozzy. For some reason, I forgot that you already said Australia and I was like, I swear to God, if Australia is your number one i will burn this to the ground no it was number five nicholas don't come for me like that it was when i saw it on the schedule that you like filled out the little thing of cook islands in advance being like he is editing this (laughs) i've got it don't worry okay last but not least anna what is your number one uh to the surprise of no one my number one season is palau (laughs) i mean come for me it's universally like one of the best I think it's universally one of the best for all the reasons that you don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like universally people are like, Tom is the greatest winner ever. And Anna's like, that's not why I like pull out. No. <laughs> it's for Ian. It's for baby Ian. It's truly I mean, clear, Ian. Universally, Borneo is always in everyone's top five. But so, only, like, only because it's the first. Literally <laughs> only because we started the show. Whatever, Palau sucks. <laughs> All right. I mean, I will say, like, I, it, I think I would have had Palau higher before we discussed it and before I kind of, you know, thought more about it. I like, I liked watching Palau. It was, I feel like it was one where I was like on the edge of my seat. 
But then just kind of thinking about it in a larger context, I was like, well, I don't know about Tom. So it, it does make you think about it differently. But for me, it doesn't change my enjoyment of watching the season. In fact, I think it might even heighten my enjoyment of watching the season because it illuminated a lot of really good topics for us to talk about. That's true. That is very true. Okay, should we all just say our top three again, though, so we can just compare yeah, them? see how many we have in common. Or we okay. could just say five through one, because I'm very intrigued to see how many of them we have in common. Five through one? Okay. Mine are Heroes versus Villains, All Stars, Micronesia, Cook Islands, and Pearl Islands. Um, Anna? Mine are uh, Cook Islands, Exile Island, Micronesia fans were favorites, Pearl Islands, and Palau. All the islands. <laughs> yeah. Pearl, Exile, Cook, all of them. Nick, what about yours? Um, mine was China, Cook Islands, Pearl Islands, Fans versus Favorites, and Heroes versus Villains. Okay. And mine was the Australian Outback, Pearl Islands, Heroes versus Villains, Micronesia, and Cook Islands. So other than Anna, me, Stacey, and Nick had Cook Islands, Micronesia, Fans versus Favorites, Heroes versus Villains, and Pearl Islands in our top five. And I will say, Heroes versus Villains was it was teetering back and forth with Cook Islands for my number five spot. And it's only because I also have Palau and Exile Island in there, which like are always going to be in my top five because me personally, like I just enjoyed watching them so much. But objectively speaking, if it weren't for that, like I would also have Heroes vs. Villains in my top five. Yeah, I feel like we all have one that was not in anybody else's top five. Anna, you have two. Am I the only All-Stars? Yeah. yeah. I'll start oh. with my six, Stacey. Oh, okay. And Nick was the only one who had China, and I had Australian oh. Outback, and Anna then had Palau and Exile. I'm very curious to see if in the later 20s, if there is a season that will move any of my top five. I'm very curious. I think there might be. I will have some. I'm like pretty positive. I also feel like the seasons that I've watched more recently – Mm-hmm. I want to put higher on my ranking just because they're more fresh in my mind. And I'm like, oh, I loved that. Sure. I'm going to rank it higher than this one that like, maybe I can't really remember. That's true. So it'll be interesting to see when we get later on. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I've been saying this whole time, like I'm, I'm pretty bored with the old school survivor. I'm much more a fan of like 30 and on, but looking back, I mean, Pearl Islands was beautiful survivor. Like, I really think that one might stay. I think Cook Islands might stay, but then I think some of mine are going to shift for sure. Pearl Islands has been playing on the 24-7 Survivor channel that I found. Um, and I've just been able to like turn it on. And if it's an episode from Pearl Islands, like I will sit down and watch it. It's so good. It's so good. It's Island. as good as you remember. I rewatched it with Steve. Is that it was Pearl Islands is such an old season. Like it's like in the first 10 seasons and it feels like one of the newer seasons. Yeah. Like just visually, it's gorgeous to watch like a new season. The mm-hmm. gameplay feels like a new season. Like it's just so weird. I never think of it as only being season seven. I would always put it higher just like in my mind that it's like oh that's like season like 15 16 but it's so low it's weird it was ahead yeah. of time ahead of yeah. time yeah i'll be intrigued if anything cracks my top five because as of right now i did waffle between token chains and the australian outback for five or six mm-hmm. but i would be shocked if anything beats cook islands micronesia heroes or villains or pearl islands pearl islands think- is just compelling television yeah. I think most of our top five and our bottom fives will stay the same. It's going to be those middle ones that are going to be tough to decide, I think. 
That's true. Because it can't get much worse than Thailand and Vanuatu. <laughs> it just can't. It really can't. There might be a couple towards the end that are also problematic that might go to the bottom, but. Mm, fair. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, maybe it'll move Borneo up. <laughs> Good news for Nick. <laughs> I think I, I didn't realize how much I loved Micronesia honestly like I knew it's a good one but I didn't realize like it'd be top three again I think I have a thing for Suri any season with Suri on it it's going to be in my top 10 I think (laughs) I think in the end I won't be able to move Exile Island any lower than I think I have it at nine you could move it up (laughs) I'm very curious to see how we rate the winners and how it differs my thing is is like Todd from China is going to be in again like he's gonna be pretty high on my ranking for winners because I think his winner's arc and the way he won is why I loved China so much but then like actually no my top five all the winners I feel like are going to be very high because I have Sandra heroes versus villains Parvati fans versus favorites Sandra Pearl Islands Yule Mm -hmm. Cook Islands and then Todd China and I'm I feel like those top five winners are going to possibly be my top five when I rank the winners or they'll be in my top 10 at least. We are ranking Sandra as two separate winners, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I feel like we should, we to, yeah. Yeah. Mine are very different. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, like, I feel like her Pearl Islands win is more impressive than her Heroes versus Villains win. It's part of why Heroes versus Villains is not in my top five. Oh, but Heroes vs. Villains is just so good to watch. It's it is. so good. I, okay, so there you have it. Our gift to you, our top, uh, or our ranking of the first 20 Survivor seasons. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback or what you, you know, agree with or disagree with. Do you think that Pearl Islands was perfection or do you think it should be lower? Let us know. Um, <laughs> and listen, tune in. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Um, if you liked the episode, go ahead and give us a rating and a review. Be sure to also subscribe so that you get our um, our newest post just automatically. It's the easiest way to listen to us. You can also follow us and follow our show's social media on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is Escaping Reality Pod, and Twitter is esc reality pod so be sure to follow us we would love to say hi we'd love to hear from you um we love talking about survivor and reality tv so we could do it all day except that we have jobs as well so we'll do our best um but of course if you were on survivor you could make our dreams come true by coming and joining the podcast one week so definitely reach out to us we would love to have you i might fangirl a little bit but i'll get over it um all right thanks everyone thanks for listening and hit us up and thanks for escaping reality with us